0: If you exited too quick, you're going to miss this.
1: Welcome to the Backyards of Key West podcast with your host, Mark Barato.
0: Okay, so this is the Backyards of Key West podcast. My name is Mark Barado, and I'm with Jenny Lorenz, and we are at the Perry Hotel. There may be a little background noise. There's a meeting going on over here to the right. We're in the bar slash loungy type area mm-hmm. where uh, there's a, an immense amount of happy hour that will be going on later today. Not right now, because it's about 9.30 in the morning, so the happy hour is the Perry Hotel coffee that I'm guzzling, but um, so... I am very fond of this hotel, so there's going to be a lot of biased questions and and love for it because I've stayed at the hotel. It's amazing. I've eaten here. Um, They have an amazing pool for locals. I've splashed in the pool as a guest and as a local, (laughs) and all of it has been fantastic. So why don't we start by you giving me a little background on what you do here and then maybe go into like... I don't know, how the Perry ended up here on Stock Island and a little bit of the origin story.
1: Okay. So, again, my name is Jenny, and I am the director of marketing here at the Perry Hotel Key West. And the hotel opened about two years ago. It was May first, two 2017, so actually closer to two and a half now. Okay. And um, it's just a really cool property. When they built it, they really wanted to embrace the maritime history right. of Stock Island, and with the location on the marina, we really wanted to embrace that in not only the, the design and the decor, but in the architecture. Yeah. Um, so I think that they did a really great job with that. We won multiple awards right. when it comes to the design of the hotel. Um, and it just really stands out apart from the rest of the properties in the, in the Florida Keys.
0: So I know that Stock Island, because I'm originally from Miami, mm-hmm. And Miami Beach in particular. And then you had Wynwood, which at the time was kind of like Dumpsville. (laughs) And then has now transformed to be the hot spot and the hot place to go. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not calling Stock Island Dumpsville by any means. (laughs) But when I was first coming to Key West and you'd come across this little island, right before you got to mainland Key West, proper Key West, was Stock Island, which I'm assuming was fishermen, docking, Mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff going on here. So why... This location, I love it. Stock Island, in and of itself, is reminding me of the direction of where Winwood is going. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cool and hip things here. A lot of locals like to come here. My gym is here, so that's convenient. <laughs> um, I'm I'm a new town, so it's even more convenient. Yep. Um, tell me why this location.
1: I think that our owner really had this vision before anybody else could even conceptualize it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in my opinion. Key West could only grow so much. Um, right. You know, we we face issues with housing regularly, and there's only so much space to grow. And so, I actually look at it a little bit like Las Vegas, right? Where you have like old Vegas mm-hmm. and New Vegas. Um, you you get to a point where one section of the the land is built up enough, and you really just have to grow outward. Um, so, that's the way that I look at Stock Island. It's it's the new up-and-coming Key West. Right. Um, like you said, it's not Key West proper, yeah. but it is still part of Key West. Right. Um, and really, we're just one bridge over, five miles from downtown Duval. So, everything is still really easily accessible, but you have a little bit more space to move around. It's kind of like an oasis from the chaos of what downtown has to offer. Right. There's parking <laughs> um, and actually a lot of really amazing, great restaurants yes. reside on Stock Island. Yes. So, you know, I'm biased. I love Matt, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have our salty oyster, but also yeah. there's rustica, there's yes. Hogfish, yes. there's Elsa Boney now. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that we're just going to continue to see amazing new restaurants being built here on the
0: Island. Yeah. And, and, we can bounce around a little bit, but also there, I've heard in the grapevine, I, I see pictures over here in the front. There is expansion happening over yes. here. So tell me a little bit about what's going on. Well, first, let's paint the picture. So okay. how many rooms do we have here in the hotel?
1: We have 100 rooms. It's a boutique hotel, so mm-hmm. we are not part of any chain. Um, we stand alone. And
0: are there height restrictions or no?
1: Um. I believe that there are. I'm not
0: I think the whole island there are. Yeah, but I believe it seemed there like are. you wanted to keep it boutique anyway, mm-hmm. right? So like why go up forty floors stores? Yeah.
1: Yeah. The the hundred rooms was just the right number from yeah. what I've heard from ownership. Um, and what they originally determined when they were building this whole property, they started with the Marina, right? So the Marina was the vision and they said, you know, first we're going to build this amazing state of the art Marina,
0: deep water Marina, right? You can have like a a hundred foot boat Mm -hmm. to come in here.
1: Oh yeah. Bigger than that. Um, I think it's close to 300. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, there's 220 slips right now. And so that was the first phase of the Perry property. Are
0: they own, can, are they rented by the Perry? Like do Perry own them, or can individuals buy the slips?
1: Um, they are owned by the Perry. Okay, and the so stock they're just rental
0: the only, right?
1: Yeah. So we do have transient slips available, mm-hmm. as well as Coconut Row. Okay. Um, and Coconut Row is where people can live long term. Okay. So they can do monthly, they can do um, semi-annually, and they can do annually. Nice. Yeah. So um, you know that's just one of the main cool features that we have to offer here is that when you do live here at the property, you have access to all these amazing amenities that the Perry has to offer.
0: Right. And as a local, we have them too, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, not the inside part of the hotel, but the pool (laughs) and the outside part.
1: Yeah. And parts of the inside, you know, and um, especially, you know, the lobby area, the bar area, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so the Marina was phase one and then once that was built, then they moved down to phase two, Mm -hmm. which was the Perry hotel and our two restaurants, Matt's and Salty Oyster. Okay. And so obviously those are up and running. And so then the next phase is phase phase three, and that should open November 1st. Okay. And that includes a second waterfront pool, a third restaurant, the barrel house an event lawn with a raised stage and it's going to also feature a VIP terrace mm-hmm. overlooking the area. And then it's also going to tie into the opening of a new distillery on okay. property.
0: Owned yeah. by the Perry or that's separate? The, the it'll
1: be owned by the Perry property in the Stock Island Marina Village, but it'll be run by QS distilling. Okay, good. Yes. Very interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's still that's November as well?
1: That's all November first, like um, a,
0: like a month. Yeah, almost away <laughs> yeah. November. Wow, it's going
1: to kind of be a rolling start. Yeah, <laughs>
0: um,
1: because it is a lot, and so you know we're still we're still kind of just confirming all of the permitting and the the opening of the different parts and pieces of the property. Right. Um, but as of November first, we anticipate at the very least the second pool will be open and the event lawn and the stage. So and we permitting
0: is done already.
1: Yeah. Because um, that's,
0: that's the thing that'll keep it going forever. So oh, if you have yes, permitting yes. <laughs> done, then it's a matter of logistics. Before. Yes,
1: yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's, that's phase three. And then we will have a phase four. Mm. And that is still in motion. Um, they haven't started breaking ground or anything like that yet. Um, but the hope is that that will bring additional rooms to the property. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so the, the, the way it works is when you drive... Down Shrimp Road, and then you make the left into where the drop off and the lobby entrance is. If you were to keep going straight past a hotel, you would get to oh, look at this fine gentleman bringing me water. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, you would go past a hotel, and then there's like another left you can make where you can go to the marina. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a little area, a dog park mm-hmm. kind of thing, and True a dog parking, parks. Right, parking mm-hmm. lot over there. So, if you keep going because I've gone all the way down, I have a yeah. motorcycle, I went all the way down as far as you can go, and it's like there's a bunch of dead land, so is that where this is all happening? Yes okay, mm-hmm. good, so yeah, it will be to the right of where the hotel is when you're coming in, and mm-hmm. the pool is that going to be for hotel guests? I mean obviously hotel guests, but locals can I use that pool too? yes,
1: yeah, so um both pools will be available for our guests of course the pool that's closest to the hotel and in between mats and salties mm-hmm. will primarily be for hotel guests Got it. and marina guests Got it. Um, we will really look to that second pool as the more local friendly pool smart, smart yeah which is nice just because you know our guests do pay resort fees yes. we want to be respectful of, of course. that course um, the pool is right next to their rooms and so you know there's um, you just want to kind of like keep all of that in mind whereas the other pool is a little bit farther down the property. Yes. And really, um, you know, it'll kind of be like the party pool. <laughs> right.
0: No, it makes a lot of sense. I always think about that, like when I'm in the pool mm-hmm. and I'm I'm going, okay, so I see 20 people in this pool that I know aren't staying here.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and it's off season. So yeah. us as locals, we're respectful to that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why really appreciate. you guys do that because it's not like in peak season. We're not here in during Fantasy Fest unless you want us to yeah. jump in in that pool. But I'm thinking like <laughs> if all these rooms are full and it happens to be at pool time, mm-hmm. how do you nav- how would you navigate that? But this is a great solution for that because mm-hmm. if I was running the hotel, I would want the, the pool close to the rooms for the guests. Mm-hmm. And now if you're a local, you can still go to the restaurant there. Yep. Just don't go in the pool because everybody else. So then the bigger pool is gonna be for all the the um the locals and the guests. Is it the bigger events. or is it gonna be the same size? It's
1: actually the same as it comes to um how much water is in the pool, like right. how many gallons it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a different layout though, which is super cool. The um, the actual patio I think is a little bit bigger mm-hmm. and um, it just has a little bit more of a design rather than the rectangle that we have here right. at this property. Now
0: most importantly, will there be a bar connected to this pool? There will,
1: yes. Okay, well then we're <laughs> every, all the
0: locals will be there. No problem. Yeah.
1: yeah, that will be the barrel house and that's actually going to be a barbecue and brews concept. Nice. Yeah, so um, because we are have two really amazing seafood restaurants right. on site, we were like, you know, there's no need to add a third. <laughs> yeah, there's
0: only so many, you know, oysters and shrimp I can yeah, have at a third yeah.
1: Well, and they do it so well. And it's like, why compete with our existing right. restaurants? So we really wanted to go a different route with it. Um, our chefs all come from the South. And one of the things that they really wanted to do was pull in like you know that southern cooking with the brisket and right. barbecue ribs. And I'm just thinking like my stuff. trip
0: in Austin last summer. Yeah. and all of What's going on there <laughs> will be going on in this restaurant.
1: Yeah we're really excited about it and uh, we also really want to go out on our own when it comes to signature cocktails okay. and shareable cocktails. Okay, um, We already have a couple of those really big Moscow Mule right. mugs. Um, I forget how many ounces they are but they're huge. Right. And so Two and be, you're done. Yeah it's basically like a fishbowl. So it'll be cool because we don't know any other restaurants that are doing that around town and we want to just be creative and have fun with it and have like, you know, another reason to come out to the property and and just see what we have to offer.
0: Now, will the stage be there as well? You mentioned Mm -hmm. the open lawn and the stage. So, so I'm assuming that means music.
1: Yeah. So a lot of the events that we have now we really want to shift over to that part of the property right. because that's what it's for yeah um, and yeah it'll be great for not only events and live music but also for weddings mm. so now we have this private space that's waterfront that you know our Brides grooms and um, any other kind of reception or celebration will have access to so if there's
0: a crazy bachelor party they could be jumping in that pool make it instead of this closer one
1: yeah (laughs) so
0: how many um, how many people can that lawn area hold
1: it's. About up to 500. Okay. um, But that would be the entire space. Right. I would say the lawn itself is probably closer to like 250 standing. Okay. Um, But yeah, if you open up like the bar area, the VIP terrace, the pool area, then we anticipate we could probably get about 500.
0: Okay. But if we're having a wedding and it's sit down, Mm -hmm. like with on the stage is the the actual wedding is happening, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then you're looking at in the twos probably.
1: Yeah, probably. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now
0: there's an is there an other area for events like say that I want to bring down a bunch of businessmen and, or women and we want to have a corporate event. Mm-hmm. Is there a space inside for that?
1: Yeah. What's interesting about this property is we have a lot of what we call out of the box um, venues. Okay. <laughs> so we not only have a sunset lounge up on our third floor that overlooks the saltwater mangroves, um, we also have a, a office space in the Coral Lagoon building that's right behind the Salty Oyster. And that space overlooks the marina and can accommodate up to 70 people. So that's a really great space.
0: Now, is that being redone? Because I went in that space once before and it was just a couple of random offices and the red pants collection were in there. And so is that all being converted into space for events or also offices?
1: Not for events, but, um, it's office space right now, and the lower level is actually going to be turned into retail space. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, right now, there's on the bottom floor, it's like garage door right. openings, yeah. and they're going to change that to glass doors. So,
0: like bay doors, but it'll be all glass. Yep. Yeah, and and just, nice. so, you'll be
1: able to like hang out. Really, where, where we see it going is having a bunch of retail shops down there. Right. You know, um, Cupcake Sushi actually uh-huh. has one of the spots, Lazy Dog has one of the spots. Nice. Um, we're hoping to expand maybe. Maybe you know, a retail space specifically for the Perry merchandise there. Right. So that's also part of this development into the, the third phase.
0: Okay. And yeah. then the indoor event space, mm-hmm. how much how many people can fit in there? What's that gonna look like?
1: That one's about so that is in that same building and it can accommodate about seventy people. Oh, so it's for, in the same building. Yep. Mm-hmm. Are, are you
0: not building a whole separate building for nope? Okay. Nope.
1: It's in that same building and it's on the second floor. So you have really beautiful views of the marina. Right. And then we actually have a third location as well, which is our captain's lounge. Okay. And that's at the very end of the pier. And that's bird's eye view of the marina. You can see the shrimp boats that come in and out of the harbor. Um, It's a really beautiful space, but that one's a little smaller. Probably can accommodate about 35 or so.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's if someone wanted to do an event, I guess, at the end of the pier. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like receptions. We've had, um, we've had, bachelor at party receptions, we've just had meetings out there. Right. We've had baptism parties, nice. you know, so nice. pretty much anything.
0: Good. You're doing a great job. You're not looking at any notes. You know all <laughs> these numbers. You are definitely in charge of marketing. It's, you're doing a wonderful job.
1: I know I have it here just in case though.
0: <laughs> you're doing great. Don't worry. Thanks. Um, so let's talk about social media. Okay. I know you're you you don't do the social media, well sometimes you do because we communicate yep, a little yep. bit. But tell me about that because this is what I do. I do marketing and mm-hmm. sales consulting and all that. Mm-hmm. And the job you're doing on social is fantastic. Oh, thank you. So I just want to know, um, how is that return on that happening? Because are you doing paid advertising? Well, let's start there. You paid advertising on there as well?
1: We are. We do um, We do a variety of different campaigns on social media. Mm-hmm. So we do like an email acquisition. Right. Um, we do promotional And then we do one specifically promoting the mats as it comes to whatever specials we're offering. So like right now it's locals appreciation. Next month it'll be um, the brunch. Right. And we also do some Instagram um, feed and story advertising. Right. Yeah.
0: And are you, um, sorry I'm getting nerdy everybody. (laughs) Are you breaking that up in a particular amount meaning this percentage is for return on investment. Like we're doing things that we can prove that people are walking the door because of social. And then another percentage just for branding.
1: Yes. Yeah. And what's nice about it is that even though you may not be able to tie each one directly to that ad, you can see, you know, your click through rates Mm -hmm. and you can gauge it based on impressions as well. So it always comes down to, um, attribution, I would say. Right. So you can see either if it's direct last click attribution where mm-hmm. they're actually coming straight from the ad into the booking engine, or you can just look at um, really your return on ad spend when as it comes to clicking and viewing right. and engaging with the ad. Well, something
0: like this, in my opinion, I, you definitely want to go a little heavier on the branding because someone may be planning to come down here in six months and not know where they want to go and mm-hmm. they see all these amazing pictures and mm-hmm. all these different things and they're like, and then when they're ready, then they remember it, right? Yeah. That's heavy on the branding. But what's yeah. cool is on, on Facebook, on their business page, to get even nerdier, um, <laughs> they have, you can do ads for for um, like shopping, like actually coming into the location. So mm-hmm. if you are capturing emails and phone numbers and stuff, even of guests, mm-hmm. you can upload that And then you can track to see how many people clicked on that ad and came in here because they used a credit card and stuff like that. So it makes it really good because even if you show that to me as a local and you're like local specials and then I come here and I actually pay, you can track because you upload that and they are like, oh, Mark came in here. He saw this ad and he came in here and spent so. There's a there's a lot of great things that on Facebook business page which yeah, change the all the man. time.
1: <laughs> it's funny how much they can track nowadays. <laughs> yeah,
0: it is. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, what? Where is you keep see, I've heard a couple times, and maybe the audience heard a couple times. You referred to the Perry Key West. Mm-hmm. Does that mean there's expansion? Uh- of the brand to other locations.
1: No, it's really just our full proper name. Okay. So the Perry Hotel QS. I
0: thought maybe it was going to be like, <laughs> you know, Newport, Rhode Island. And then, no, then.
1: <laughs> not at this time, but you know, who knows? Well,
0: you're expanding here and it's smart mm-hmm. from the business that I've done and a lot of my mentors. You're focusing on the core business mm-hmm. and you're growing that. You have a big expansion coming. Mm-hmm. You might as well put all your efforts into that to get that brand really strong which in my opinion is very strong already
1: yeah it's pretty amazing how far we've come in just two short years you know and and even with hurricane irma back in 2017 we had just opened so the fact that we are able to bounce back right after that and kind of come back even stronger, right. um, it says a lot about the product that we have to offer. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like the hardest thing in my position is getting people out here. Right. Just, you know, there's so many people in Key West who are, oh, it's so far. You know? And it's like, really, it's four miles. Yeah. But, um, but I get it. You know, we're a really small community, small island. So um, my goal is to get them here. And once they do, they fall in love with it. Right.
0: So you you're know? focusing a lot on locals, not local first, but getting a lot of locals to come to the hotel.
1: When it comes to mats, yeah. that's definitely my focus. Okay. Mats and salty oyster. Um, because look locals is, you know, what keeps this island running. Right. We're we're the ones who really we you know you need the local support if you want to be successful. Especially September. Yeah, exactly. Um, and September is kind of, you know, rewarding them for that loyalty that they've given you throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, because so, the
0: deals on the food are, are pretty amazing. I mean, yeah,
1: I mean, and it's very competitive too. Yeah. You know, anywhere you go, they're offering a really great special.
0: <laughs> yeah, have I don't know if I've seen, it it's funny, right? Because in my marketing, psychology plays a lot of play on things. Mm-hmm. And you can say, Half off dinner specials, or you can say you buy one, you get one free. (laughs) And for some reason, the one free sounds better, oh, even yeah. though 50% off dinner is the same exact thing. Oh, yeah. So that's a good move doing that.
1: Well, it's really funny because I actually have a retail background. Okay. Uh, one of my first jobs out of college was working at a major department store in um, downtown Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the the campaigns that we used to run all the time. Not, not buy one, get one free, but we would always look at you know, what the offering should be and the wording of it. And there, there is a lot of psychology that goes into it because, you know, what triggers that, um, that good feeling, you know, when you hear it or see it and you'll see it in grocery stores, you'll see it, you know, any kind of retail offering. Um, and so I think that they've really done their homework and understanding what it is that drives sales for, their industry.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, you we know? can get real nerdy. We're not going to get that nerdy on this one, <laughs> but that could be a, a marketing podcast. I can get all the marketing heads together, the power heads here at QS. Mm-hmm. And we could talk about that because I can go on and on because I've studied <laughs> psychology and all that way, way it. many years. And yeah. it, the littlest tweaks make mm-hmm. a big difference.
1: My favorite class ever was consumer behavior in yeah. college. And yeah. uh, you learned a lot about... Really just how, what makes people want to buy things and what kind of connections they have to brands, Right. you know, the emotions that are triggered and then the different types of, of advertising that you can do, you know, based on fear, based on emotion. It's just so cool. Yeah. There's a great book
0: by Robert Cialdini called Influence that if you haven't read it or listened to the audio book, I'll I'll show you after. (laughs) Um, all right. So let's get into some juicy things here that that people always want to know that I don't, I want to know. So how about that? (laughs) So if I go to Expedia over coming to the hotel, Mm -hmm. what's the better deal for me?
1: It's always booking direct
0: (laughs) booking direct, right? Yeah, it kills
1: me. And and it's so funny because we actually we're running a promotion right now. I have the perfect example. And within the last four days, I think I've received at least 10 inquiries via social media uh saying I booked through Expedia or I booked through hotels.com. I want this offer. And I said, you know, that's why you don't book with those those companies because you can't get that offer then. Right. You know, in a much nicer way. But <laughs> uh, so
0: they saw a better offer and they're like, I want this yeah. and you're like, Sorry, yeah. you
1: well, and I mean, we are always happy to work with guests on that sort of thing. So, like, our recommendation is to call the front desk first so we can understand what you book through that third party. Right. Um, and then help you maybe cancel that reservation and then rebook directly with the hotel.
0: Right. Or, what about mm-hmm. if um, for whatever reason they find it cheaper? They can call the hotel and you'll mm-hmm. match that?
1: Yeah. We have a um, best rate guarantee. Mm. So if that ever does happen, let us know. Um, unfortunately, it does happen because those third parties, they can undercut the hotel. Right. And what they do is they they cl- collect a commission for every booking that they get. And so if they aren't getting the bookings that they think they should be getting, they'll right. actually cut their own commission right. so that they can get more bookings. Right. Um, so, you know, it all comes down to really the, the most beneficial to any guest is to book direct because not only is the reservation in your hands, um, the payment is also in your hands, um, as well as the hotel, you have full control over that and you're much more likely honestly to get an upgrade when you come to the property and mm. additional perks. I
0: agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. And I'm not knocking any of those services cause I know Expedia is knocking on my door to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I have recently, because I travel a lot, have gone direct. Like I'll do price searching, mm-hmm. yep, and that's then what I do and then I go direct mm-hmm. because you do have that control. Yep. you do have the ability to say, like, let's say that I pay for a room mm-hmm. direct, and I go to my room and. I wanted it on the ground floor instead of the second floor. Mm -hmm. I may not be able to get something like that. Now, with your hotel, yes, you're very accommodating. Others, they don't. Mm -hmm. Others, they're like, well, that's this rate. You can't change it. Mm -hmm. If you book direct with us, we can play with all those different things.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like when you have a specific, the really large hotels, they're going to have a specific um, like- Range of rooms or room types right. that they give to all those Expedia bookings, and there just isn't a lot of flexibility there as yeah. it comes to upgrades or anything like that. Whereas, if you know we're going through all of our inventory and we see one day that oh we're overbooked and you know this one room type, the first thing we're going to do is look to see who booked direct and we're going to upgrade them.
0: Right? Wow. So. Okay. Listen, everybody. So you're getting <laughs> here. The thing about Key West too is we don't have. 100-story hotels. Yeah. And it does help the local businesses by going direct because then they don't have to pay a middleman. Mm -hmm. And like you just heard right here, you're going to get possibly an upgrade or little perks or little things like that when you're Mm -hmm. going direct. Mm -hmm. Okay, so speaking about all these perks, I see that you have a very strong influencer program (laughs) with social media, especially Instagram. Yeah. Are these people that are like, Hey, can I get a deal? Hey, can I get a deal? Or are you actively searching them out?
1: It's a little bit of both. Um, what, what's? I think what every marketer Let has- Let me interrupt
0: to- for a second. So what I mean by that <laughs> is there will be guests- who come to the hotel, who heavily promote the hotel mm-hmm. and their overall experience because they're very good storytellers. Mm-hmm. And maybe they have a half a million followers, a million followers, 100,000 followers, sometimes 20 30,000 followers. Yep. These are what we call influencers in the space mm-hmm. because this is a person that when they speak to their audience, their audience listens and they're able to then show in their experience at the hotel. Now, sometimes they get the hotel for free, sometimes mm-hmm. at a discount, sometimes they get food. And I understand why, because it would be like if Brad Pitt came walking in the hotel, <laughs> he's going to get stuff for free because he could promote it. Yeah. So I'm sorry. But-
1: no, I was going to say what, what every marketer needs to understand in this day and age is that influencers are very important. Yes. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of Interesting to me how quickly they skyrocketed to those positions. Mm -hmm. Um, But because they have such a large following, it's a really relatively cheap way to get in front of a large audience. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when when you're going into a sales funnel, you really want to touch every person you're reaching out to, you know, at least five to seven times. Right. So if that first touch point is them learning about you from an influencer, that's great because then they're starting to get that introduction to the property. Maybe they'll come visit the website, you know, maybe then we can serve them up an ad in the future and right. whatnot. Maybe they they follow us on social media, whatever the case is. Um, but yeah, we, we really um, I embrace the influencer mm-hmm. community and I've had some really great partnerships with them. Where, you know, it's it's really nice because they all are pretty strict sometimes about this is what you get for this. Right. Um. When they come to this property, I never have to worry that they're not going to like post enough, take enough stories. It's just really organic. And and I've never been let down, knock on wood. Um, But I have had a lot of really successful influencers stay with us and just really promote the property to the level that I can't do because I'm sitting in my office all day and they're really experiencing it as a guest. And, and that's what I want on my side. I want some, I want that guest point of view and I want to be able to share that with our followers so that they can see this is a true experience. This is not me telling you what you're going to experience Mm -hmm. at the property. This is somebody who's truly experiencing.
0: Yeah. I mean, just people at home will understand the way that it typically works is it, if I'm an influencer with a million followers, maybe I reach out to Nike and say, I'm going to wear your shoes, or they reach out to me and they're going to pay me for mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And right now there is no gauge on what that payment should be. Some,
1: Everyone negotiates it, really.
0: Some people mm-hmm. it's 50000 Some people it's a free pair of sneakers. Mm-hmm. So when you have great product and something that's beneficial, it's a lot easier to trade a hotel night stay, a dinner. And what people don't understand is a dinner that's $100 for you It d- doesn't cost a hotel $100. Yeah. Right? Because it's just, the a, and- just their cost mm-hmm. and time and a loss of maybe somebody else. Yeah. So the benefit of doing that at a hotel like this is it's better than paying somebody for it. And the reason why is because, just like you explained, I come to the hotel and I'm promoting to my audience that, and this isn't me, this is them, love them and will follow them and, and want to hear their story. And then they're sharing the story of, I'm on the bed with my robe and here's the hotel <laughs> lobby. And oh my God, I have this cocktail and look mm-hmm. at this amazing food. And they're posting like crazy, just like if they didn't come here and stay for free, they probably would do the same thing
1: anyway. Yeah. And, and I was going to say with all of those different you know, um, concepts that you just mentioned, they're doing that on their own. So really I'm just, I'm giving them the venue and then they're running with it. So it's really amazing to see and work for a property that has such a great product that I know when influencers come and stay with us, they're going to do a great job promoting it because they love it and they're experiencing and they're happy with it.
0: Have, has anyone yet said, Oh my God, I am staying here because of this person.
1: Actually. Yes. We've had a couple. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I just had one the other day. Um, I don't know if anyone saw, but the cheat days eats. Yes. Um, yeah, she has a huge account over 430,000 followers and she focuses on really amazing decadent food. Right. And so she came and stayed with us and it was, she's an amazing partner. And uh, was just really excited to work with us and everything. And after she posted our lobster mac and cheese yeah. that we welcomed her with, uh, I had somebody email me right away and said, I'm specifically following you because of this post. Right. Of course. <laughs> I said, well, that's great. And yeah. now you'll have to come down and have it for yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah. So listen, everybody, if you, have, if you do have a business, small or big, you don't have to sit there and go, well, I don't have free stuff I can give away. <laughs> I don't have a budget for something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to go with massive influencers. You can go with micro influencers. Mm-hmm. If you're in a small town in Kentucky, not that Kentucky's small, but if you're in a small town there, you can find the stay-at-home mom with 5,000 followers where they engage with her, meaning that they're liking her post or commenting. Mm-hmm. You can see these are people that actually that what she says and does means something to them that's yeah. an influencer in that town and if you got 10 of those people you can move your product or at least your brand
1: Yeah, and I think that you really hit the nail on the head because the key is finding somebody in that target market that that is in alignment with yours. Yeah. So, you know, if that mom in this random town is not your target audience, then that's not gonna work for you. Of course. But if it is, then you're really targeting a key market for your business.
0: Right. You sell mom's clothes or you sell stuff to for a mom to to help with their kids or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. and you're global, mm-hmm. you can target all of those mini cities with all those mini influencers. Yeah, and sometimes, especially if they have ten thousand or five thousand or twenty thousand followers, you can say, "Oh, I'm going to give you these free diaper bag mm-hmm. to do this," and they're yeah. they're over the moon to get that. Yeah, so. exactly.
1: Or even just a discount. Um, sometimes if let's say it's a really busy time of year and we do have an influencer that we would like to work with, sometimes we have to charge them a media rate, which is just a discounted rate. Um, and we can't do something for free and they're, you know, as long as they have that experience, they understand that. And so it's kind of every single influencer that I work with, each deal is negotiated separately. Right. Um, and each one is, is very different and unique.
0: Of course. Yeah. Yeah, and don't try to pull the wool over anybody's eyes. We can look by seeing your engagement. (laughs) If you have a million followers and 20 likes and one comment, and they're all from some foreigner.
1: Yeah, then you're paying for followers, which is a big no-no. You
0: might as well not even... Bother.
1: (laughs) And if I can just say really quickly, I'm very excited that we just hit our 10,000.
0: I saw. Congratulations on that. (laughs) Thank you. Maybe when people listen to this, you'll be over that number. I'm sure you will. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're doing it the right way because it is the marathon, not the sprint, when it It comes to branding in this business. Mm Um, you don't want to go from 10000 to a $1 overnight. That would be good if Will Smith came here and he started posting stuff, yeah. you probably would. Yeah. But <laughs> well, doing- we did
1: have Mark Wahlberg not too long
0: ago. Oh, nice. Dude, yeah. I, did, I didn't see any posts from Mark. Damn. Uh,
1: I really wish I could have. I It was all like... Top secret. <laughs> so he was
0: here on vacation, not for a movie. Or yeah, Well oh, That's yeah. cool, though. We,
1: we had to keep it on the down low, and so that was kind of a bummer because I would have been following him around with oh, my yeah. camera. <laughs> oh yeah. But it was an honor to have you know somebody of that caliber come stay with
0: very us. Very cool. Yeah. I know. And staying like off the beaten path and mm-hmm. not in old town is nice yep. too. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. So we're wrapping up, but let me ask. I ask every guest the same thing. We'll mix it up a little. The very <laughs> deep and dark personal questions. <laughs> Which is, the first one, what's your favorite event here in Key West to attend?
1: Songwriters Festival.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Finally, we didn't get a Fantasy Fest answer.
1: <laughs> I do love Fantasy of Fest. Course, of course, of yeah.
0: course. Um, what about um, favorite place for happy hour? It cannot be here. Ugh. Even though I, I, I will be coming for happy hour here. <laughs> Tell me.
1: Um, let's see. I would probably say Mellow Ventures.
0: I love Mellow Ventures. (laughs) Yes. They've got great beers and the location is
1: really great. It's super casual. It's on the water. There's usually parking. Yeah,
0: they have tunes. You're into the parking. Yeah. You're all about to park.
1: Does that make me old? No, absolutely <laughs> not. They're Makes, parking here.
0: <laughs> you're smart,
1: and the food is really good. It is very good. It's, it's really healthy good. and it's good. Yeah. And the prices are great. And I don't feel as guilty when I eat there. I mean, I do love my bar food, right. but But I try to eat healthy whenever possible.
0: Okay, so bar food. What's your favorite one for bar food?
1: Lucy's. Okay,
0: so you knew that one right away yeah. too. You're holding that one back. Yeah. Okay, what about um, thing that you would if a tourist came? Came into town. Mm-hmm. Who is a friend of yours? Mm-hmm. Never been here. Mm-hmm. What would you do?
1: I would ter- well try if I have somebody who could take us out to Snipes.
0: Snipes. Yes. Nice. Yeah. I don't know Snipes.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, you have to. It's um. It's just a beautiful sandbar in the middle of the ocean. Oh my god. Yeah. And it's so pristine. There's really nothing like it. That's um, must
0: be the pictures I've seen. Cause I see yes, these pictures and yeah. I'm like, where the heck is this?
1: Yeah. And if I can just say, one of the things that I feel really bad about is when people do come to Key West for their very first time and really haven't done the research. I always feel really bad when they never get out on the water Yeah, because that's why Key West is such right. an amazing place and the Florida Keys in general. Um, it's, you know, Duval street is great. Our food and, Drinks and all that stuff is great, but in order to truly understand what it's like to be on an island, you have to go out on um, some kind of excursion, or if you can get on the water and get out to a place like Snipes, then. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, not to knock the beaches, you cannot judge the entire water experience on the quality of the beach. Cause the beaches yeah. are okay here. Come South beach beaches are be- better. Some mm-hmm. of the islands they are better. Yeah. Um, but you cannot judge it on that. You have to get out on a boat mm-hmm. on the water. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. Spend the money. Or get even out a jet there. Jet ski. Yeah. I mean, or
1: just do parasailing or something like that. So you can get a view of the water or it's under just, it. If you want to yeah, go scoop it out, you know, there's a
0: reason why, um, Key West is what it is and mm-hmm. is protected in all these things because of the reef that surrounds it. Yeah. So you get out past that reef. Like I've been on these. I remember when we first were coming to visit, I did, uh, there's like a, a tour where you can rent a boat and I think like four or five people can go on it and you go and it's like, you go view dolphins. Oh, so yeah. you drive mm-hmm. around and you're guaranteed to see dolphins yep. and you do. And you're like, Oh my God, this we is have
1: a- that here. Yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah. One of our experience partners is the dolphin safari. Wow. They're the number one South Florida, um, excursion when it comes to dolphin watch. And every single time you go out, you will see dolphins cause they know exactly where they hang out. Wow. So they just go to each of those little locations. They know how to just hang out for the right amount of time. And eventually the dolphins pop up and kind of hang out and, what's about
0: amazing amazing yeah. well listen this was great thank you so much for taking the yeah, time thank you. we learned some things we got a little inside scoop if you want to come to the hotel book direct yeah. and um, there's a lot going on here so i'm not going <laughs> to hold you back i'm sure you're super busy thank you very much <laughs> yeah We're back. If you you exited too quick, you're going to miss this.
1: Uh, I was just going to say, you know, there's only five days left of our locals appreciation. So what we were talking about earlier with the buy one, get one free entree, we do that for dinner every night here at Matt's through the 30th of September. And we do it at Salty Oyster all day long. So if you're looking for some really great food, a uh, cool vibe on the water, lots of parking, <laughs> <laughs> then you can come on out through the 30th and enjoy those specials. And we also have our own signature beers, where if you add on a growler, it's only $15. Tell me about this growler.
0: What is the oh growler?
1: Gosh. So if you look over there, I know our listeners can't hear, but it, that big brown bottle. It's like bottle. a big brown
0: jug that you yeah. <laughs> think like a thing of honey would be in.
1: Yeah, it's a huge jug, and it's just convenient if you wanted to take some beer home um every time you after you buy a growler every refill is only um or i'm sorry it's 20 percent off every nice. refill yeah and so you can take a growler with you and it's 15 is a great deal wow. for some amazing beer yeah yeah
0: awesome good all right so as true marketing fashion we ended with a wonderful <laughs> plug but it was a good one because if you are local like me You must come for the two for one. Yes, please. All right, thanks. Thank
1: you.